Well, hello everybody. It's been a little while, but welcome back to American Pulse. A uh, little break time going on, letting things happen in this world, and uh, it uh, is fluctuating, bouncing around. Uh, but uh, we call this one the pushback of American patriots. And, uh, you know, it's the pushback you can kind of see if you're paying attention in what's happening in America right now. And it's, and it's a good feeling for those of us that are true American just people or patriots or conservatives or whatever you want to call us. We just love America. And uh, it's just a pushback right now, people. And it's, it's about time. This is what our talk is about. It's about standing up for America. It's about standing up for the people that stand for America. And uh, I think Jay is, we're going we're gonna to touch a lot of bases throughout this evening it's it's we, we're not gonna stay on any one topic heavily but jay really is is mainly the one that's really involved with the watching and paying attention more to the uh prior election that we've had and uh jay i mean again my name brian this is jay jay's gonna get us kicking off tonight and uh jay bring it on <laughs> Well, first of all, happy Father's Day out there. Happy Absolutely. Father's Day, Brian, and uh, to Father's all the fathers Day. out there. Absolutely. And uh, just got to make sure that that gets recognized out there. There's some good, you know, yeah. just great fathers out there. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, we we owe a, a debt of gratitude to our fathers uh, for where we are, you know, what we're doing. Absolutely. And because um, they've been uh, – at least, you know, yours and mine have been uh, a pretty good influence on on each of us in, in various times in our life. Absolutely. So, and uh, so with that being said, there is a, a, a lot of pushback actually going on um, because there's, you, you know, you, you got the, the audit going on in Arizona uh, that's actually just finishing up the, the, the hand count right now. They're... I think they're I think they're finishing up by the twenty sixth here they're planning on. And then they're going into the uh, evaluating them and then it's it sounds like they're gonna have a report done uh probably end of July, I think, uh, they're they're talking now. But what's what's interesting and how we know that, that there's there's some more rumblings of what's going on and it ain't just it's it's not just uh, Arizona it's going on. You got, well, I think it's like 14 states now that have taken a trip and representatives out to uh, Arizona to see what, you know, what's going on, what their what their process is, what they're uh, what they're doing. They're calling it. There's multiple people that have come back just blown away. Vernon Jones from Georgia is being one of them. The, the representatives from Pennsylvania, another. Uh, Wisconsin. Uh, some of the other states that have been out there, Michigan, Colorado, um, just to name a few, you know, and they want to know what, you know, they're calling it the gold, the gold standard, contrary to what Democrats are telling you on the, on the mainstream media. You know, it's very professional, you know, very, they're, they're you know, very structured in what they're doing. And there is enough there where if they if there is uh, they, if they do find some uh, shenanigans, which personally I think they are going to find, but and that's my own opinion, you know I can't prove that sure. yet. But sure, um, you know if they do find it, I'm hearing some senators that say that this will stand up in court, um, and it will. Uh, you know, any court, and also uh, Arizona standing strong because Biden's administration with the DOJ is sending out, trying to stop this, saying they're going to uh, get the attorney general uh, out there trying to intimidate the legislatures and uh, the, the, the people that are running this 
um, saying they're, they're going to scrutinize um, what the process there. Well, you got some feedback or pushback from uh, Senator Wendy Rogers saying, um, basically, stay out of our state. This isn't. Uh, this is. A, this is. A, if you want to cut, you won't touch our ballots. This is, you know, because what what happens? The, the federal government was set up as more like a secretary. Each state has their own power. The way the, the way our founding fathers set this up is our in the, where the power came from the people. Power came from the state. Each state has their own, and they, and what what the, the elections are is a collection of state. You know what they, they um, each individual state has their own election, but they have you know the, the federal ballots. You know for the for the presidents. You know to choose the presidency, um, which is but, now changing at this time. What's that? Which is now changing at this time because that's electoral votes, which is changing across the board. California's losing, Texas is gaining, Tennessee, I believe, is now gaining, right. New York is losing. It, it, yeah, it's, it's a big change. Right. And that, and that's and that's changing based on the census. Population. Yes. Population. And they it, it, you know, they lose uh, different different uh uh Senate votes. and house positions. Yes, yes. So, but that that fluctuates throughout, well, throughout the, the, the you know the decades or whatever the years, you know. Cool. So, I mean, there's different trends, you know, because you can see how that works. But the bottom line is, the states have the power, correct, and they're starting to recognize that they actually have this power back. And uh, I mean, that Wendy Rogers um, from Arizona. Basically said, uh, you touch our balance, you can be prepared to be locked up in jail. You know, so they're 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 they're, uh, they're serious about this. Um, they're saying you you stay away because they have no jurisdiction over each state um, handling their individual elections. But um, it's. There's other states that are, are here in Rumbas that they're going to start doing uh, the, the audits there. Pennsylvania is um, really interested right now. You're hearing rumblings there. Georgia is blowing up right now. You're hearing a lot of stories about that. Um, you got some rumblings in Michigan too. Now here's in, here's what's interesting. The there was a case. I think we played it uh, in Antrim County. You know, we played the video of uh, that Matthew DePerno uh, a few a few episodes ago, where they, they kind of uh, were able to show in court that they could change. You know, the Dominion machines they could right. break in and change the boat, right? Well, they also found a uh, this SQU SQL. Um, device or you know on a software that on these uh, machines and what these devices or software does i think it's a software actually uh is they're able to remotely access those machines through this software and be able to change and actually backdate um the 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 date of of that ballot and change change it so but what they're finding it wasn't just michigan that they found this they're, they're finding that those same software in pennsylvania they're finding it in georgia they're finding it in arizona um so they're they're finding it in every, pretty much every state that that they've checked for this has as uh, that used dominion has found this so that there, there's where there's smoke, there's fire. Okay, something happened. Right. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna see what hap- what what they find. Okay. You know, we have our thoughts. I mean, but uh, you know, we want to know. We, we're just waiting to just like everybody else, and I just want to give an update of of what's happening there, 
Um, Absolutely. So, also, what happened in Georgia? Um, I'm going to play a little clip, just to kind of, kind of uh, to to get it going here. It's uh, Vernon Representative uh, Vernon Jones. He's a candidate for uh, governor coming. Uh, he was a Democrat. Now he's a Republican. Um, and he's been very outspoken about what's in a big push for to get this um, uh, audit uh, going in uh, in Georgia. He had some interesting things to say regarding um, an agreement that you're going to be hearing about between Rothberger, which is the Secretary of State, and um, Kemp, um, Brian Kemp, and uh, and then Stacey Abrams. See, they had a backdoor deal. Uh, it was called like a uh, a, um, a decree, uh, some type of a dissent decree that they uh, agreed upon, and they they were using this. They're funneling through, through a agency or a uh, nonprofit organization that Abrams was running called Happy Faces. Now you're gonna hear. I mean, I don't know, uh, you know, a lot. We're just learning about this. And Vernon's going to talk about it a little bit here on this clip, but basically what it is that they were they were they were uh, this happy they would take care of they're in charge of the 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 drop boxes the ballots uh, the mail in ba- uh, ballots that for some reason they can't uh, can't find a bunch of the forms now so they you know some of the batches I wonder why. I don't know. They, 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 have, they have no record of it. Seems kind of fishy, you know, but who knows? So it, what's, it's, uh, I'm going to play a little bit of this from, from Vernon, and then we'll talk about it. Um, and he's on with uh, Steve Bannon on the War Room. So I'll just let it play here. Um, let's see. Vernon, i got to tell you, we've had, uh, you know, we've had uh, – John Fredericks on, we've had Michael Patrick Leahy from the Georgia Star, we had the great John Solomon, you know, report after report after report of this incompetence and corruption in Atlanta and Fulton County, the great the great state of Georgia and the great folks down in Georgia, whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, an independent, or you don't even care about politics, right? Just this is this is an outrage and an embarrassment. So, Vernon, first off, put in perspective exactly in your mind what's going on. And, and as a guy that's been in politics for years, as a Democrat now turned to the Republican Party, going to run against Kemp and Stacey Abrams, what are you going to do about it, sir? John, first off, there's a great, uh, I'm sorry, Steve, there's a great American cover up going here, Steve. There is a cover up. There's a cover up by the Secretary of State. There's a cover up by the governor. There's a cover up by the by the attorney general and more importantly there is a cover-up by the atlanta german constitution and the local liberal media here they are exercising literally election integrity suppression there are so many public documents that's available okay okay ha- okay ha- hang on a second hang, hang on hang over and hang over you're talking about one of the great papers in this country the atlanta journal constitution i think it's owned by cox owned by one of the most prominent families in the south they're obviously liberal you're saying that they're inv- involved in a cover-up of, of, of voter irregularities in both the Senate races and the race for the President of the United States? Is that what you're accusing them of? John, they are so obsessed with getting Stacey Abrams elected and pushing forth this liberal agenda that they're willing to not go and seek the facts. They're telling people in Georgia, myself and Georgia, that we are peddling a false narrative of what happened in 2020. The evidence is there, Steve. They chose not to look at it. They are trying to prop up a lie. And that lie is that there was not an election fraud in Georgia. That lie is that Secretary of State Raffensperger was not aware of what was going on with the election. Hang, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, Secretary. He went on 60 Minutes and looked the nation in the eye and said it was the most fair, Honest, well-run, well-organized. This is Rutherford won 60 Minutes. He was a superstar. He told the President of the United States on multiple occasions, right? 
So are you saying he that he didn't know this, or are you saying he knew it and he covered it up? Is he totally incompetent, or is he incompetent and corrupt, sir? Uh, I think I think Georgia's know what's going on here. He had he hired a contractor to go and observe from November third to November seventh, and that contract went in detail, hour by hour, day by day, all the mishandling of this election, even including talking about enet verification there's no enet verification in state statute as it terms to election law but stacy's law they use stacy's law for enet verification knowing that and he's talking about stacy abrams preferred happy face happy faces where they are literally providing the employees the temporary employees to count ballots. stacy abrams is profiting from local elections across this country this is you cannot make this up, Steve. This is isn't that amazing. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I don't, I don't call it amazing. I would say that again, when uh, corrupt people and people who are gonna want what they want to get, they're gonna do anything that they can to get what they want. And right. and we have watched the Democratic Party do this for years and years and years. Yeah. Uh, have both parties done these in the past? Absolutely. Yes. I, I, I don't deny this, but this is the most blatant things that have been happening. And it's been through the democratic party that has been the most corrupt from way back. The democratic party was the KKK. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's stated that, that that's a fact. Mm -hmm. That's that you can't go around it. Yeah. So, it does this. Uh, does this surprise me? N no. Mm -hmm. uh, they just find new ways to lie, cheat, and steal. Mm -hmm. Now we just do it with happy faces. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep going here. <laughs> that was good. I like that. <laughs> Uh, what are you going to do? I know you've called for a debate with you and uh, Brian Kemp. I keep telling you, I don't know why you're worried about Kemp. But given this track record right here, this is a disaster. You're only running against Stacey Abrams. And I, I, I've been a fan of Stacey, of how effective she's been for them, right? I want a Stacey Abrams on our side that fights and will not back off. But I think she's got a problem now. I think this happy face thing is a problem. What are you going to do about it? You've got about two minutes, sir. What are you, Vernon, what are you going to do about it? First of all, we're going to beat Brian Kemp. We're going to beat Stacey Abrams. We're going to beat the left. This Dominion machine is going to go away. And let me tell you, day one, I'm going to do a parenthesis. Uh, not on. Yep. Oh, no. Okay. Okay, we're losing. Let's, let's, try, to, let's try to bring him back up. Okay, that's uh, Vernon Jones. That's what happens, Vernon, when you start calling me John Fredrickson. And Frederick's show that I know is on fire. Real America's Voice keeps telling me, hey, Bannon, you're drafting off the lead-in from uh, from Fredericks. Uh, uh, my old partner, John Fredrickson, when Vernon Jones, my man, starts, I got it. It's now official. I got to drop a couple of three pounds here. This is just outrageous. Vernon Jones, my man, missed the thinking that, is John Fredericks wearing black shirts? I got to find him wearing black shirts. <laughs> That's you know, you know this. This is what it's about. I mean, and it's, and again, let's just go ahead and let's just break this down. It's okay. not. It it's about the people, yes. and uh, and the people are not having their voices heard. Yeah, and they're not allowed to speak. And now the pushback, just like what our talk is here, the yeah. pushback of the American patriots, the pushback of the American people. You know, it's not. It's not. Democrat and Republican. It's not black and white. It's not Hispanic and Indian. It's not, it's none of these things. It's about, are you an American and is your voice being heard? Mm -hmm. 
and it's not being heard. It's not being heard. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's becoming more and more obvious too. It's just, um, and they don't, they don't care. They, they don't, you know. And they're what's happening though, with more and more people waking up, and 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 seeing what is, you know, behind the scenes of what's really happening. Because even even though big tech is trying to suppress this information. And we've we've been victim of it um, ourselves uh, with uh, you know uh, taking down a few of our episodes. YouTube, um, yeah, twice. Yeah. Yep. And I'm scared to say it. I'll just I'll just say it. I mean, it's no sense in hiding nothing. Right. Right. Yeah. We're, we're you know we're being censored. Okay. But you know what? When you get when you're putting out the truth, you know the people find it. If you try to suppress it, what the, what does that do to you know? What, when you try to suppress something, people are just going to work away and try to find a different way to get it. They're going to cool. find out the, the information. If you know, so it's going to get out there, no matter how much they want to suppress it. There's other avenues. There's other platforms that they that, that we go to that that will, will play it. Uh, material is getting out there. Correct. You know, it yes, it's it's that you're not hearing about it on the mainstream media, and you're probably not going to until they're forced to. Correct. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Just because it doesn't show up on your five o'clock news doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Right. It, it's you know, people are waking up and looking for other sources because they're tired. They're tired of the being lied to by the the, the what they call the legacy news or the, the mainstream. I've been preaching about this since we started this show about the mainstream media lying to us. They're, they're the enemy of, us, of, of the country, basically. Yeah. They, they, you know, they, they're bought and paid for. The leadership of these big uh, companies are bought and paid for, so they they channel. They only show what you want and us to us to see, and they frame it in a way to fit their narrative. Oh, absolutely! And evidence of that. I've, I I wish I had the clip here, but I just thought about this. There was a Fox woman. Uh, in down in Houston. It was a Fox 26, I think it was, where she, before she did the weather, she was um, made a statement that she um, is being censored by uh, Fox of what to, what she has all this evidence um, that she wanted a, a top story that they wouldn't let her run. Um. I, I don't know, I'm trying to think of what her name was. Let me see if I can fi find it here. If, uh, if you want to run there, but uh, but she she went to Project uh, Veritas with this information. She was uh, basically a whistleblower, right? And and uh, they're putting it out. Well, she ended up getting fired for it. Yep, because they don't want this stuff to get out. But it's more evidence that they are suppressing. The truth, and that I think this this story had to do with HCQ, um, and 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 it was how the effectiveness of it was being suppressed. Fox was suppressing the corporate leadership was was uh, suppressing this information when it could have helped thousands and millions of people with this information. You know, if people know what's 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 happening, uh, these these news organizations have got blood on their hands. They have gotten and they, they Fauci's got blood on his hands. He knew about about this the whole thing in in '05. He knew about the effectiveness of it. He knew about the the, the you know where the the virus came from. He knew there was a cure 
He did nothing about it. And millions of lives could have been saved as a result of this. And now they're trying to 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 get us to, to take this damn uh, vaccine. Well, okay. You know who stands to benefit from that? Fauci. He has patents. He has, you know, same with Bill Gates. You know, they're push they're pushing this like crazy because they want to bet they they created it and then now they're gonna benefit from it. I just that whole that whole subject just just <coughs> off. I, I I get so tired of the the hip you know the the um, the double standard. Oh my goodness! The hypocrisy, the lies, the yes. I mean, if you if you really follow and you listen and you watch, I mean, you know, I've I've come to be able to calm down a lot more than when I used to be, and. uh and and it has because it's it's literally come to a point of where when I speak to people and try to have a conversation or have a debate or a discussion, <clears throat> there is only one side for a Democrat. There's no open mind. It's a closed mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm willing to listen to logic. Um, yeah. I'm willing to listen to evidence uh prove it show it uh mm-hmm. we can sit and we can talk about all these things pertaining to fauci and and fauci is lied 100 percent. Mm-hmm. none of it what he said because again we did a show flip-flop well it was Really, it's flip flop Fauci. Fauci, and and it's funny how we do a flip flop, and it's Fauci is the flip flopper. But you look at the Democrats across the board right now; they keep flip flopping everything they said. There's nothing that they've said in their campaign, and that's what I'm talking about as far as Biden and Kamala Harris, that they have done. Other than in the beginning, they were against the American people. They admitted that across the board. Then they had to flip to standardize what Trump was about and saying that that's not what they're doing. And then the minute that they're classified as they won the election under false pretenses, in my eyes, they go back to do exactly what they said they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Now I got, I got, I got, yes, and I got, I got uh, uh, something else here. Uh, speaking of with the vaccine, and, and you know how it's, you know, the way the reporters are asking the questions. I mean, they're getting personal on these uh, representatives. Now this is Representative Thomas Massey from uh, Republican from Kentucky, uh, and being asked by a reporter. Um, Asked him if he's been vaccinated, and his uh, his response is pretty classic. So check this out. Number one, you didn't answer whether or not you've been vaccinated. Well, first of all, it's none of your business. But I'm going to tell you, I'm not vaccinated. And until there's some science, by the way, I have a master's of science degree from MIT. I'm not a virologist, but I can read data. Everybody just needs to read, and don't put your head in the sand. Look at the data. I'm not going to get the vaccine until there's data that shows that it will improve upon the immunity that's been conferred to me as a result of a natural infection that I have. Amen. Amen. You know, common sense. Well, I mean, no different than I've talked to so many doctors and they're not taking the vaccine either. Why? Because if you've had the COVID, mm-hmm. first of all, you have got a better immune system than a person who died. And I don't mean it to be funny, but you have immune system. You fought it off. You 
your body naturally builds immunities to things. And that's the problem in society now is that everybody's locked up in their houses. You don't build an immune system more. The sun is probably the biggest factor in defeating this because 0.001% of any transmission of COVID-19 came from outside. Everything else was locked up. Yeah. Think about that for a second, people. Well, think just, about that. Yeah. And just the overall uh, numbers, the recovery rate for anyone, uh, was it, from from infant to, to uh, at least 70 years old is 99.98%. Well, that was like, no, there's that mid, there's that range, and there's a mid no. range. I know, but it's between, but, but it, yeah, but it's between ninety nine point nine five right. and nine point nine eight right. for that range. Okay, okay. When you get up to uh, the nine or over seventy, okay, now you're talking ninety nine point four, but still, good God, you know, it, you have a ninety nine percent chance of you know, beating this thing. Well the, well, the problem still, the problem still stands where they are verifying and are and are having to come out and admit that that uh, people that have died of COVID, the actual numbers are nowhere close to what it was. Mm-hmm. When you're adding in car wrecks and you're adding in motorcycle wrecks and you're adding in plane wrecks and you're adding in people with that were on the verge of dying already because of cancer or pre-existing conditions or yeah. somebody was shot and killed yeah. or, I mean, we, the list goes on and on, but because they were tested COVID positive, they got paid the money to mm-hmm. classify it as COVID death. And that's, that's yeah. false. Just yeah. like the election. It's yeah. false. That's a democratic pawn. Yeah. Now, what do uh, what? Uh, how many people? Another side effect of this is how many people, because of being shut down, were not able to get their screenings, were not able to get their you know their, their normal checkup for their uh, you know their cancer or their you know yes. different biopsies or whatever you want to call it, you know whatever they had to do you know they everything was paused because everything was COVID. Yeah, to, you know, so things got, um, you know, it, people weren't able to get taken care of. Early detection of some of this stuff wasn't done because, you know, people were scared. People were, you know, couldn't go in. The restrictions were limiting what they could do. You know, everything was focused on on COVID. They wouldn't allow, you know, anything else in for for a little bit there in certain states. It you know, that's why I said these people have blood on their hands. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's 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 it it's sad. It's it's it pains me to 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 know this that there was an alternative. There was uh, something that worked that wasn't wasn't able to get out there to the people. Well, you, even, the the thing that I'm having problems with with all this is that if I, I'm this is just this is my theory. If Trump would have said that. Uh, hydroxychloroquine would never work and it was dangerous to everybody. <laughs> hey, this, this is, this is fact. Okay. I'm going to say this is fact and this is on me. I'm going to say it's fact that the Democrats would have come out and said, Oh, but it's the best thing in the world. Yeah. I mean, this is exactly how the media and how the Democrats are. Whatever Trump said, they went the other way. Look at how he shut down flights into the United States. They said, oh, no, 
what is he doing that for from China? They sh- Pelosi out there, come to Chinatown. You got them all. Come to our towns. Come out. You don't need no mask. Everything is great. Oh, it was all a distraction, you know. Then all of a sudden we find out that it was the best thing that could have happened and he saved millions of lives. Yeah. I, I'm I'm just saying it's yeah. fact. It's proven. It's shown. If oh. Trump were to say one thing or a conservative was to say something, they're always gonna pick the other. But the funny part about it is they're always wrong. Yeah. But now they tend to be right somehow. I don't understand. Well, in, in, during the campaign, didn't you remember the uh, um, during some of the, the rallies, Trump used to joke about when he was trying to get the wall built. He said, you know, I should have just told the Democrats, no, nah, we don't need a wall. They would have paid, and the Democrats would have paid for it, no problem. Yeah, yeah. he had to fight for two years to get it. You know, yeah. then, you know, in court, he finally won and got it built. But you know, mostly anyway. <laughs> All Biden had to do was finish the damn job in four weeks, but he couldn't do that. So you know, uh, it's it's you know, the job would have been done. He would have been, he would have had the most secure border in, in you know in history. But now he had to screw that up big time. Well, I mean, you look at it now. I mean, I'm I'm sorry that this is the worst in over 40 years that this country and where we stand right now. And this is fact. These are facts. This is proven. But we still can't even get the vice president who's in charge of the border to even go to the border. She's been to Mexico and to Guatemala. Yeah. She's trying to find the root of the problem. Well, the root of the problem, again, falls at the border because their job as president and vice president is to protect the citizens of America under the Constitution. Well, the, the, peop- the people in uh, Guatemala sure gave her a warm welcome, didn't they? Oh, I mean, <laughs> they hate her. And she was humiliated. <laughs> Every leader... The Guatemalan leader, and so did Mexico, said, you know, Biden and Kamala Harris, they're the laughing stock of the world right now. Look at what happened with the U.N., and look at what happened at the G7, and look at what happened when when, uh, Biden spent the time talking to Putin. (laughs) He was a laughing stock of the world. They literally laughed at him. And the me- how how did the media cover them? Oh, it was so awesome! It's so great! Oh, absolutely! CNN, I mean, yeah, just, that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's a joke. joke. Yes, they don't report the news. No, they, they, yeah. no, they 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 comfort and coddle and and tuck Biden in at night and sing him sweet songs, lullabies to so he can get sleepy time. I mean, it, it's sad. It's really sad. It's embarrassing. Truly embarrassing. Every other country has said if this would have been Trump, you know, things are different because we respected him. They actually respected Trump because he stood for, oh, that's right, the country that he was president of. These two put America last. Mm Mm-hmm. America, remember that, people, and I don't care who you are out there. These two, and if you're a Democrat and you're agreeing and believing in what this party is doing, the Democratic Foundation, you're you're totally lost, confused, and you you don't have no common sense. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I want to say other things, but I don't want to hurt so many snowflakes because they might cry. And those snowflakes, as they tear down, I mean. Well, you know what happens to snowflakes in the summertime? It gets hot and they melt. Yeah, they melt. Yeah, they're, 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 you're going to see a lot of snowflakes melting this summer. This. Well, you see it all the time. I mean, that's how you watched it all the way up through the campaign. You watched it when Trump got in. They were all crying when when uh, Hillary was crying, too, with them. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it's really sad that America has fallen to a dictatorship. Uh, okay. That is what is happening right now because it's not even, we don't even have a leader. No. We have a puppet, two of them, mm-hmm. that are being told what, where, when, and how, and what to say at all times. They're not doing it because there's cue cards that are being used for Trump or for Biden to be able to read, and he screws that up. Yeah. You know, I, I was just ragging on the, the, you know, the mainstream media. There is once in a while you get something from, from Tucker that's going to, hmm, it makes some sense, okay? Um, Tucker Carlson I'm talking about. Um, I, you know, here, I'm going to play a little clip here. Speaking of basically off of what you just said there um, about the dictator and authority, you know, what, what we're living through here. Weekend, police in Columbus, Georgia, arrested a 35-nine-year-old man called Justin Tyron Roberts. Over the course of a single day, Roberts shot five separate people in two different states. We know this happened because Roberts has admitted he did it. He also said why he did it. In his confession, police say Roberts quote explained that throughout his life, specifically white males had taken from him, so he decided to kill them. In one case, Robert Roberts walked up behind a white man, a total stranger, as he was getting out of his car and shot him in the back. By any definition, these were crimes of viciousness motivated by race hate. They're not unique in this country, not by a long shot. If we wanted to, and we don't want to, we could do a whole show on crimes like these. Nor are they especially surprising, really, when you think about it. If you really believe what the Democratic Party and BLM are telling you that white males are intentionally destroying the world, you might be motivated to hurt someone. Why wouldn't you? What's striking is how little attention Justin Tyron Roberts' shooting spree has received. Imagine if the colors were reversed here. Roberts would be leading every newscast tonight. Needless to say, he's not. In fact, it's maybe the last time you hear his name on television. And on one level, honestly, that is fine with us. Picking at the wound, America's wound, is unwise. We've always thought that. We think it more now than ever. A multiracial country can only survive if it self-consciously de-emphasizes race. If it treats every person as an individual and not a member of some larger group that's guilty or innocent. Mm-hmm. So that should be the goal. That's our history. And we ought to get back to it as soon as we can. But that is exactly the opposite of what our leaders are doing. They're working hard to divide us into warning camps and they're using lies to do it. They're telling us a story that is completely and very much intentionally disconnected from reality. They're claiming that something called white supremacy, and that's a term they never defined is the single greatest threat we face, a greater threat than Al-Qaeda or ISIS. Here's our thoroughly craven Attorney General telling us that very lie today. In the FBI's view, the top domestic violent extremist threat comes from racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists, specifically those who advocated for the superiority of the white race. All right, that's Attorney General of the United States making a statement of fact backed up by the FBI. So it's fair to ask obvious questions. Who exactly are these violent white supremacists? What are their names? What crimes under the US code have they committed? We still don't know. Merrick Garland didn't tell us today. Instead, he spent most of his time talking about the riot at the Capitol on January 6th, an event that had nothing whatsoever to do with race, nothing. But Merrick Garland lied about that. He, like most people you see on television, wants you to believe and wants history to record that January 6th was an attempted insurrection by white supremacist revolutionaries bent on taking over this country. We came this close, Merrick Garland said, and that's why, quote, we must adopt a broader societal response to tackle the problem's deeper roots. So because of January 6th, says the chief law enforcement officer in the United States of America and many other members of Joe Biden's cabinet, We must now use law enforcement and military force to arrest, imprison, and otherwise crush anyone who leads opposition to Joe Biden's government. That's their position. They say that out loud. They did today. So what is this exactly? Well, it's a big change in the way the United States government assesses and then treats its own citizens. We are living through the transformation of a formerly democratic republic into something else. We're looking at growing authoritarianism. That's not an overstatement. Vladimir Putin knows authoritarian systems very well. 
and he sees clearly what is happening in this country. Watch this. Did you order Alexei Navalny's assassination? Of course not. We don't have this kind of habit of assassinating anybody. That's one. Number two is, I want to ask you, did you order the assassination of the woman who walked into the Congress and who was shot and killed by a policeman? Do you know that 450 individuals were arrested after entering the Congress and they didn't go there to steal a laptop? They came with political demands. Hmm. Even Putin is more American than damn Biden. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I'm going to have a dictator at this point, I'd rather have Putin than I would Biden and Kamala. Sorry. I mean, at least he stands for his country. I mean. Yeah. We don't have one that's standing for America. There, we got two of them that are standing for China and everybody else but us. Yeah, and that's really sad. I mean, I, how an American like myself for you, we can actually sit and say something like that. We could, I, I mean, or I, I let me speak for myself. How I could say something like that? That's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. But he stated it factually. Sure he did. actually stated something with truth. And, you know. I mean, when he's more in touch with, uh, you know, the, the reality, you know, in the country than, uh, than our own leader. And, it did, you know, pointing out things, you know, that's, that's, that says volumes right there. Now, um, I do want to get. One a couple, you know, a couple of last things here. We got some pushback. Some parents, this critical race theory. There's some clips of the people that are fed up with this teaching. Um, and I am going to play a, a clip here. Um. Let me pull it up here. Let's see. There we go. Let's see. Here. Come on. There it is. Okay. There it is. My name is Keisha King. I'm a mom of two, one who's in the Duval County public school system and one in private school, thanks to school choice. I'm also a member of Moms for Liberty, uh, representing thousands of parents. Just coming off of May 31st, marking the 100 years of the Tulsa riots, it is sad that we are even contemplating something like critical race theory, where children will be separated by their skin color and deemed permanently oppressors or oppressed in 2021. That is not teaching the truth, unless you believe that whites are better than blacks. I have personally heard teachers teaching CRT, and we have had an assembly shut down because Duval County Public School System Consultant thought it would be a great idea to separate students by race. This is unacceptable. CRT is not racial sensitivity or simply teaching unfavorable American history or teaching Jim Crow history. CRT is deeper and more dangerous than that. CRT in its outworking today is a teaching that there is a hierarchy in society where white, male, heterosexual, able-bodied able people are deemed the oppressor and anyone else outside of that uh, status is oppressed. That's why we see corporations like Coca-Cola asking their employees to be less white, which is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know about you, but telling my child or any child that they are in a permanent oppressed stat, uh, status in America because they are black is racist. And saying that white people are automatically above me, my children, or any child is racist as well. This is not something that we can stand for in our country. And don't take it from me. Look at the writers of these types of uh, publications. Our ancestors, white, black, and others, hung, bled, and died right alongside each other to push America towards that more perfect union. If this continues, we will look back and be responsible for the dismantling of the greatest country in the world by reverting to teaching hate and that race is a determining factor on where your destiny lies. Thank you. Thank you, 
Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And 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 this is what's being said. They, again, there's a lot of them that are doing this. There's uh-huh. a lot of parents. And uh-huh. it and it and it and there's a stand being taken care of. People are starting to step up. Uh-huh. And and that's what needs to start to happen. Um I don't know. I, I me personally, I don't care. I just I speak what's on my mind and I'm and I'm gonna say what is right and and you know, if you don't like it, I too bad. I mean, and not even apologizing no more. I, I'm done apologizing for uh, for being an American. I'm proud to be an American. Right. Right. Okay. If you want to hear something that's <laughs> make you proud as a parent of this child, this child is eight years old, or eight or nine years old speaking in front of her school board and she lets them have it about these masks. Okay. Um, see here. Hold on. Damn it. There we go. Okay. Um, my mom told me if I got scared, just picture the crowd. Don't worry, you still have your mask on in my head. Hi, Michael Lee. Hi, my name is Nobly. I'm nine years old in fourth grade at Lakeview Elementary. My purpose to explain my point of view um, on how this year and how it affected me. I hate math, social distancing. I hate just. Hold on. What happened here? There you go. There we go. I hate constantly being told what to do. I hate teachers say the new normal, and I hate being treated like a little germ no one can touch. The school is trying to take away my all people, what I think and feel, and I cannot say anything but what their point of view is. They have taken I can't even pick out where I play at recess, and now they pick out who I play with, and these ridiculous things make no sense. They even control my breathing. They... They make us wear outside when we're lining up. When I simply ask why, they say, oh, just for safety. They blame everything in the name of safety. I don't even know why they keep the masks on children. Deep inside, none of them like it. Masks are suffocating. Kids are constantly gasping for air. My little sister's friends are always bullying her into fear that she needs to have her mask. My little brother, Hollis, did not recognize his teacher without his mask on. It was how the teacher walked past and he saw the teacher from the from the behind. Um, also, when some of my friends are masked, they have red rashes on their face where the masks are. It makes me sick when I hear kids yelling at others with their masks on. Or when I hear teachers say, you're going to kill everyone if you don't have your mask. When Trump was in office and I would talk about him at school, all the teachers would we don't talk about that. Now when we talk about Biden, a liar, cheater, and a breaker, it's totally acceptable to talk about him. I think that's double standard. School is a place where you learn many points of views, not just one. Everything is always being respectful. And if you take a little criticism or a different opinion, please stop this madness. Stand up for us and get constraints. Courage is contagious. So be courageous. Yep. Amen. Amen. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. And and I say to those parents out there that are raising their children that way and they go to school and they get in trouble in school because they're standing up for what's right. Please don't punish. No. Give no. kudos and take them out for ice cream. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy them a buy them a toy or something. You can buy them. Yeah, heck yeah. I mean Yeah. Go out and buy that daughter a new uh, rifle or, uh, <laughs> or wow, buy her. Yeah, dude, she's eight years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's buy, buy, okay, buy her a handgun. It's I mean, it's a little small. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Come on. Let's, let's, let's train them young to protect right. themselves because they damn sure going to need it with what 
the Democratic Party is trying to bring out. Yeah. yeah Sorry. That's just how I feel. Yeah. No. Fact, truth, honesty. You don't like it. I'm sorry. I mean, that's just, it's just what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> the pushback is on. You're watching the people. The people are doing it. It just needs to start to, I, I classify it as the ripples, the yeah. ripple effect. Yeah. And now it's time for that ripple effect to get a little bit higher and start to build that wave. Because it's time for the American people. It's time for the patriots. It's time for the conservatives. It's time for we, the people, to rise up and drown out the corruption. And and it starts on a local level. Absolutely. Getting getting, uh, involved. Yep. The best thing you can do is get involved with your your school boards. Take... Um, big get involved with what's what's being the curriculum that's being taught, like these, uh, like that parent uh, what I showed you is doing, you know, and uh, or uh, those, those parents that were um in Arizona that uh basically chased the <laughs> the, the, the existing um um school board out, oh, yeah. they, you know, it's hitting, they weren't following what the parents wanted. Nope. Um, so they're voted in. They're voted in. Yes. Again, so are our elected officials. Right. They're voted in. So vote vote them out out if they're not following the Constitution and the laws. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And also to bring it full circle here with what I started with the states having the power. Remember. It's the legislature that can make the laws, not the secretary of state, not the governor. You know, it, they can't make, they can't pass laws. They can sign them, but the legislature are the ones that make the laws. Correct. That's what we have forgotten here. Yep. And I have seen uh, some of these. Um, in, in Colorado, I think it was a there was a Democrat, the Secretary of State that came out recently, stating, you know, you're not bringing that, you know, um, basically banning the that audit from coming there. She has no right to say that. She has no right to enforce that. If the will of the people, like they are doing in Arizona, want it, it will happen. The legislature will do it. Yeah. Because if we stand up and put pressure on these legislatures, get stuff done, and it, it, it's nonstop. You're, I mean, not violent, but Correct. just making phone calls. You, I mean, you're writing letters. You're, you know, going to uh, different speaking engagements and, and asking questions. That's what it takes. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. where that's where the grassroots uh, effect takes. You know where where people stand up. So, and I hope everybody hears me clearly on that, because it's that's where it begins. It's it's a great it, it's from the ground up. That's where the power is. We hold the power. We need to stand up and use it. Yes. Yep. Yep. We need to start teaching our children that too. Correct. We Correct. need to start bringing the bank back the fundamentals. Correct. The basics. No. Yeah. Well, that's what I got for tonight. So you know, I'm right there with you, and uh, I just hope that uh, that the uh, the ripples start to turn into some small waves here now, and let's uh, let's get that tidal wave to get up high, and it's coming. It's coming, yeah. and we'll just uh, continue uh, to watch. Keep, you know, there's some big things coming uh, in 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 the near future, I believe. Um, not like tomorrow, but you know, in the near future, I think there's some there's some big things coming. I'll just be on the lookout and uh, keep your eyes open. Absolutely, because um, you know. 
there's there's a there's there's a there's a movement happening. Guaranteed. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The pushback and, has began. That's right. And so, say your prayers. Oh, absolutely. You know, we got we need we need all the prayers we can have handle in this country. We need to get back to that. So. Yes. And so, with well, that yeah. being said. Yeah. Not saying we sign off with like we always do. God bless you all. God bless this great nation, the United States of America. To each and every father out there, thank you. To our to our first responders and to our military. God bless you all. Everybody be safe this Father's Day weekend. Till next time, be safe. You too. God bless. God bless. That's right.